Thank you for joining me for the fourth session in our series, Knowing the Father. In this session, I want to talk about living in sonship, because for me, this is what it's all about. It's as we live in love, as we have an experience of the Father loving us and being a father to us, it draws us into sonship. It's always been the Father's plan for us to be sons and daughters. Uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 says, From before the, uh, before the creation of the world, he predestined us to receive the full rights of sonship. And when we look at the life of Jesus, we see that sonship uh, was totally central to his earthly ministry and who he was. We see this when he was baptised. Um, he comes out of the water and the Father speaks from heaven. You know, you are my son. I love you and I'm proud of you. Before he even does any of his earthly ministry, his father says, you know, acknowledges who he is and confirms his love for him. We see it when Satan attacked Jesus in the wilderness. You know, the, the, the three temptations that Satan threw at him. You know, if you're the son of God, you know, prove it. And Jesus, of course, didn't have to prove it because he was so secure in who he was. Uh, the Mount of Transfiguration, again, the Father speaks. This is my son, you know, listen to him. Um, you know, in John chapter 19, it, it was the leader's claim against Jesus. He claims to be the son of God. And even as a boy in the temple, 12 years old, you know, Jesus is there talking to the teachers. He's, he's asking them questions and he's answering their questions. And he says to his to Mary and Joseph when they find him, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house doing my father's business? See, for him, that's what it was all about. It was about being a son to his father. You know, the son only does what he sees the father doing. The son only says what he hears the father saying. And just as Jesus had the heart of a son, so too we can have the heart of a son or daughter to our Heavenly Father. But unfortunately, that's something that we've we've lost. And I want to talk, you know, how we can regain that, how we can get that back, because that draws us into the place where we begin to live as Jesus lived. We walk as Jesus walked. In John chapter 7, Jesus is at the, the festival in, in Jerusalem. And on the last day of the feast, he he stood up and cries out, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow living water. And what Jesus is offering is not a collection of facts. It's not about uh, gaining information or knowledge, but it's about coming into an intimate relationship with the Father where we can cry, Abba. You know, Abba, Father, God, you really are my dad. And I like to use my magnets to illustrate this. You know, magnets, when they are correctly aligned, they lock to each other. And that's what sonship is like. You know, son, sons and daughters are attracted to life. And when we find the father, we, we stick to him. We're connected to him. Now, you know, an orphan is a bit like a magnet the wrong way around. You know, they just don't connect, do they? You know, you just can't force them together because they're pushing apart, they're repelling. 
you know, you can get a little bit of connection like that. It's partial, but it's not complete. But it's when we are turned round and we live in sonship, we are attracted to life and we're connected to the Father. So I like to use my little magnets as, a, as an illustration of what sonship is like. It's us being connected to the Father in relationship. Not living as an orphan where we struggle to have that relationship. We can't quite make it, but if we do, it's kind of only partial. It's being fully connected to the Father. You know, John chapter 8, Jesus says, you know, very truly, I tell you, everyone is a, who sins is a slave to sin. Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. If the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. See, sonship is all about knowing the father and having a relationship with the father and allowing him to be a father to us. It's having an open heart to receive his love being poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. It's, it's that relationship that Jesus enjoyed and that Jesus welcomes us into. You know, John 17 verse 26, the very last words Jesus says before he goes to the cross, Jesus prays that we would know, that you and I would know that we are loved with the same love and in the same way that the Father loves Jesus. You know, that's one of those wow moments when we really understand that with our heart, that we are loved in the same way as Jesus. See, sonship is all about knowing the Father. And in that well-known passage in Matthew 11, verse 27 to 30, Jesus says, all things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. You know, therefore come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. The good news is Jesus is still revealing the Father. In John 17, again, Jesus says, Father, I've revealed you. I've made your name known. You see, and that's the entry, if you like, for us to know the Father. Jesus says in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And it's as we know Jesus and as we discover who Jesus is that he reveals the Father to us and we can see who God really is, that God is our Father and he wants to be a Father to us. Now, there's an important key in that passage in Matthew. Just before those verses I read out, Jesus says, Father, thank you that you've hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to those with a childlike heart. The key to seeing who the Father is, is to coming with a childlike heart. And then we can see who the Father is and we can come into that relationship with him and we can allow him to be a father to us. You know, after the resurrection, Jesus said to Mary, don't hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. Go to my brothers and tell them, I'm ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. See, Jesus is making it very, very clear that the relationship we have with, with God the Father is 
the same as he has. You know, we are sons and daughters. And just as Jesus lived in sonship, so too we can live in sonship. And, you know, Jesus, uh, sorry, not Jesus, Paul in, in Romans and Galatians, he describes the Holy Spirit as the spirit of sonship. Uh, that the spirit of sonship comes into our heart and enables us by the spirit to cry out, Abba, Abba, Father. You know, Romans 8 verses 12 to 17. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the spirit, you put to death the misdeeds of the body and you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit are children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again, but the Spirit you've received enables you to receive the full rights of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And I see it like the Holy Spirit is a bit like a bridge between the heart of the Father on one side and our hearts on the other side. And the Holy Spirit is like this bridge that connects the Father to us. But it's an elastic bridge. It draws us closer and closer to the Father. And it draws us into intimacy with the Father. It's, the Holy Spirit is this bridge that connects the Father to us, but it doesn't leave that distance. It brings us into intimacy with the father and uh, you know i like to use that picture of an elastic bridge of the holy spirit connecting our heart and merging it with the heart of the father but as i said at the beginning we've lost something you see if we look at the story of the, the lost sons in luke 15 we see that both sons were lost you know, one was lost in his rebellion and the other one was lost in his religion. And it was the father's desire that both sons came home. And we know that the younger one did and we don't think the older one did. But you see, although they were sons of their father, you know, biological sons, they had a sort of legal relationship. They were not being sons to their father. And just as God wants to be a father to us, he also wants us to be sons and daughters to him. And so the question I leave with you from this session is, do you live as a son or daughter to your heavenly father? You see, often we struggle to have the heart of a son or daughter. And that's largely because we see the father through a filter, a dirty lens. And that dirty lens is, is we, we see through the filter of our earthly parents. And none of them have been perfect. None of them have given us the love we needed. And we superimpose how they have been onto the Father, onto our Heavenly Father. And that gives us the wrong image of what is like. And, you know, we need to clean the lens to see clearly. Now, in the previous session, I spoke about forgiveness. And, you know, forgiveness is our response to the hurt and the wounds which have been caused to us by other people. And you'll remember we principally talked about uh, the wounding and the hurts caused by our parents. 
Now, the flip side of that, if you like, is the sort of other side of the coin is what's our response? You see, you know, they, their actions, their behavior has hurt us, have, have wounded us, have caused us pain, and we forgive them, we release them. But their actions and their behavior has also caused, very often, most cases, in fact, their behavior has caused us to close our heart to them. And so what's our response? Because if we can open our hearts to our earthly parents, then we open that part of our heart to our heavenly father. And it becomes part of our heart that can receive love, that's perhaps been unable to receive love. See, our response to the wounding that has been caused to us by other people is we close our heart and we have a locked heart. You know, maybe because, you know, of what happened in our families, we, we decided we didn't want a relationship with our parents and so we pushed them away. And, you know, we live with a, a, a blockage in our heart. But the good news is we can do something about it. And it may be that um, we need to write a letter. It may be that we need to go and see them. Maybe that a phone call. You know, it, it may be just something that goes on in our heart that says, you know, I close my heart. And it's as we come in repentance and say, you know, I'm sorry I closed my heart. You know, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't want to have a relationship with you. I didn't want you in my life. I pushed you away. And maybe we need to go to our parents and, and, and apologize, not to lay any blame on them for what they've done. That was the previous session. You know, we've forgiven them. We've let that go. And as we forgive them, we're able to come and say, look, you know, I closed my heart. I'm sorry. Now, you might need to do that in terms of a visit or a letter. You might just need to write the letter and it, you might not need to send it. Um, you know, your parents, you know, may have died and, you know, you might need to just write the letter and just, you know, let it go in, in some way. But you see, this is something that can really bring us to a place of freedom. You know, sonship is living in freedom. The father wants us to be free. And so as, as you consider your response to, to this, this session, I, and I've really gone through it very, very quickly and very, very briefly. Um, you know, if you know you've closed your heart to your earthly parents, then I encourage you to take whatever steps are necessary to open your heart. And that might mean doing something. It might just mean sitting quietly and going through that process of repentance because godly sorrow brings about repentance and repentance opens our heart up. And when we open our heart to our earthly parents, it's like we clean the filter that is between us and God the Father. And it allows us to receive his love into our heart. Sonship sets us free. John chapter 8 verse 31 to 36. And the Father wants us to live in freedom. And I just want to finish with a, um, some verses from Galatians. Galatians 4, verses 6 to 7. Because you are his sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, since you are a son, he's also made you an heir. 
This sets us free to walk as Jesus walked and to live in that intimate relationship with him where we are connected to the Father. Don't live like this where you can't quite make the connection, but live like this where you know you're connected to the source of life and where you know that you've opened your heart and you've allowed God to be a father to you and you've become a son or daughter to him.